0: Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us. We're going to change it up a little bit, kind of shift gears a little bit on this one. I'm not going to be talking so much about the AC Methods. I'm going to be talking about something a little bit personal. We have Father's Day coming up in about three, four days. And I wanted to kind of show a different side of me and a different side of the life and what goes on. You know, my mentor always talks about you have to be a better leader, a better father, a better husband. And an all-around, you know, good guy and have a good moral compass that always points north. And one of the things that has always been driven for me as a young age is always to do the right thing. And one of the things is be a good father. And you being a good father also has to be a mentor for your kids, a mentor for other people's kids to show them the right way and lead them so they can be responsible adults. And I guess that's one of the things that I don't see a lot of these days. Everybody's so wrapped up in themselves or so wrapped up in what they do That they don't look around and notice that they have a teaching moment. They have a place where they can teach somebody or learn um, the next generation coming up. So they have a foothold. It's one of the saddest things if you don't pay attention to history. You're bound to repeat it. You know, that's an age old saying, but it's true with our kids and our family. And if we teach them the mistakes that we made, and you're lucky enough to have your kids listen to you, then you can actually have a chance for them to leapfrog off your back. So today I actually have with me two of my four kids. I, I do have four kids. And uh, Gunnar and Titus Clivens are with me. And we're going to talk about kind of our dynamic because we have, I would hate to say this is a unique situation, but in all honesty, we're seeing that more and more in American society of um, step parents, I guess yeah. would be the way to say it. Yeah. And I want to talk to you guys because we have a, I'd say a, a, a fun time relationship throughout all this is i've got to know you guys for nine years Mm -hmm. we moved in together three years ago yeah and um the adoption paperwork just got finished in the last past month or so um and it's kind of been a it's it's been interesting on i'm sure all fronts so i'll kind of start with on my side here a little bit with you guys and then you guys can continue to take on that one but uh it was really neat to first when i met you guys you guys were say nine years. Yeah, it was nine. I was young. Nine and seven. Nine and seven. Nine and seven. Yeah, nine and seven when I first met you and, you know, went over and uh, your mom and I have been Mm
1: -hmm.
0: known each other for nine, 10 years. So I got to meet you guys within the first year of meeting her. Yeah. And um, meet you guys and then, you know, watch you guys start in your motorcycle career, you know, start riding bikes. When I say career, it's for fun. You know, (laughs) we're not racing for money, but uh, your motorcycle career and then. As uh, your mom and I started to the date, then um, we had that big that big shift in the dynamic of the household where we moved in together. Yeah. Now you guys had pretty much been running the house on your own for a lot. of Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as the man in the house, you got booted. You got replaced. Yeah. And the dynamic shift that happened with all of that was kind of interesting. It was interesting because I I have you know my two kids my my I would horrible choice of term but blood kids you know the kids that came for me and they're seven and three and they're younger so I'm so used to playing with Legos yeah. yeah. then I have two what I what I see is young men that in mm-hmm. the household and I was like okay well now I have to have this dynamic shift and at first I, I carried you guys as you know as young men I did not see you as boys I saw yeah. you as young men I was like okay well here's the parameters live by them and you're good to go
1: mm-hmm.
0: how did you guys see that when you first moved in?
1: I was a little confused because we didn't really have that that perimeter when we were just living with mom. So it was like, it wasn't like we could do whatever we want, but we didn't have to re- f- live by rules. So it was like, it wasn't so, I wouldn't say strict, but I'm looking for another word.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, your mom had the big, the big, uh, yeah. uh rules. Mm-hmm. You, know, you cross this line, there's hell to pay. You don't cross the line, you're fine. It's a free for all. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was a very, it was a it was wall of China. Between wrong and right, but other than that, it was a free-for-all in the, men and the yeah. inside lines. I would agree to that.
1: Yeah, we we had boundaries, but also we didn't live we by like super strict rules. Mm-hmm. So we had some we had some free play, but we didn't have too much free play. The where we didn't get out of hand.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, and,
2: well, I'll talk about that in a second. But Gunnar, what was your take on that when you first moved in? It was definitely different. Like, mm-hmm. Especially like the setting like around, not just like the people in the house, but like around the house. Like living on the mountain is a lot different than living on like a flat street with all a bunch of kids your age next to you. And you can just like go outside and like Titus said, we can do w- whatever we want. Mm-hmm. And we just go outside, ride bikes with our friends like all day and they come back when the street lights come off or come on.
0: Yeah, no, it was, it was a different dynamic. And it was funny because your mom and I talked about that was how are the kids gonna do because our house is very secluded and there's not many families around our house. Where you guys lived in a development where there was a house every 200 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Now we, we did think about that and we're like, okay, how is this dynamic going to work? But it was brought on a whole different dynamic too of having a father in the household. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I, I will honestly say that I'm the first to say, I'm not your friend. I'm your father. Yeah. And it sounds bad. It sounds rude, but it's, but it's the truth. My mm-hmm. job is to make you guys battle ready for the world. Yeah. My job is to prepare you that the world doesn't smack you across the face when you say, Hey, how did I not see that coming? You know, if you guys walk into the outside world, you don't understand what a checking account is. If you walk into the outside world, does not understand what rent is and how much it costs. Mm-hmm. I say I fail as a follower. Yeah. You know, so you guys have gotten a crash course in a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, how much, how much do you guys know about our finances? Quite a bit. So like, you do what you guys are doing, what you guys are planning. Mm-hmm. You guys have been with us. We're right, you know, right in the middle of buying a building right now. Yeah. And you guys know the dollar value, what's going on, how much our monthly strokes are going to be, and all that. And I've, and I say that to all the the parents that are out there or, or soon to be parents, teach your kids money early, early on. So when I talk about the the pitfalls before, is my parents never taught me money. In fact, money was a taboo subject. We never I had no idea how much Dad made, how much Mom made, how much was the checking account. In fact, to be honest with you, I really still don't today. They hide that very, very close to them, and I don't understand it. And so for me. I'm the exact opposite. I'm very transparent, and you guys know what everything costs. Yeah. You know? Um, Gunnar, we had an unfortunate incident with the truck recently. You want to tell the, the listeners what happened there?
2: Yeah. Um, I was at a red light, and I was making a right-hand turn, and I got in an accident. And then I called you, and you came the same day, honestly.
0: Yep. So I showed up, and we exchanged information and went on our, on our merry way. But uh, how much was that deductible? Thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. Who's paying that thousand dollars? I am. You are, yeah. And and sometimes the lessons are painful. <laughs> a <bit>. Sometimes they're <laughs> painful. Thousand dollars for a sixteen year old boy is, is
2: ouch. Yeah, you know, it is ouch. But some of those things I can't protect you from. Yeah. It was definitely a, here's the here's the real world, have at it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I'm gonna protect you I'm your umbrella. It was like, nope, near the rain.
1: You got a little taste of it.
0: It is. It's it, it's I, I don't want to. I'd love to shield you all day mm-hmm. long, but that's not going to do you any favors in life. Yeah. You know, I'd rather have have this gigantic safety net underneath you while you try and fly on your own, than shield you. And then one day there's just nothing, no safety net, yeah. no shielding, no nothing. And now you're on your own, you know, your eyes are wide as quarters going, uh-oh, what am I going to do? Yeah.
1: You got to like progress into it. You can't just go from all to nothing. Yeah.
0: So was it easy moving in?
1: It wasn't hard. It wasn't easy either because we we've we haven't had a father figure for like, like thirteen years, mm-hmm. so it was definitely different. Um, and it was cool to have Zoe and Case too.
0: Yeah, it was a it was a, a single mom, two kids, single dad, two kids turned into Brady Bunch overnight. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: what it was. We just doubled the family.
0: Yeah, and then we have Lauren, our chef. So be just yeah. kind of like, uh, it's <laughs> it's very much the Brady Bunch. You know, yeah. it's a lot. What was, what were some of the, uh, nervousness or trepidations moving into the house?
1: Um, I didn't really have much n- nervous, okay. or I wasn't really not, that not nervous about it. I was, I was more excited than anything because it was just fun. And the house I was moving into was pretty big. And having all that space was nice too.
2: Hey, you were stoked. I know. As soon as, was as like, soon as mom and dad started dating, you were like, when are we going to move in? When are we going to move in?
1: Yeah. I, no. <laughs> like over and over again, I was like, is it going to happen? Is This it. Mm.
2: Yeah, no, it was, and I,
0: and since then, you know, we did a gigantic backyard remodel. Yeah, we got about eight thousand square feet of fake lawn up above on the upper yeah. tier, and uh, what, what what sports do we have up there?
1: Volleyball, golf, we need freaking golf.
0: Yeah, golf, uh, badminton,
1: trampoline, yeah, the trampoline,
0: baseball,
2: lacrosse,
0: lacrosse. Yeah, we got the soccer net too. Yeah, we have the frisbees and. Mm. Pretty much more you can think of. Yep. And still, I find you guys bored on your phone, don't I?
2: Yep.
1: A little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no matter what you do, it's never enough. I'm going to tell you guys that right now. is never enough. But one thing I do do is, is, you guys hear lots of times,
2: off your phones, outside. Yep. Yeah. Damn, yeah. Boots you outside.
1: Yeah. If we're on it too long, it, it does not You
2: can anything. definitely like, feel like in a, a very like emotional shift. Like when you're just on your phone, you kind of just like secluded to yourself. As soon as you boot us outside, we're just like happy and then we come back in and we drive you guys crazy.
1: Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was going to say that at, once we're on our phone for too long, we, get, we start to get cranky and we will not listen or we start to fight each other.
0: Yeah, we get to Yeah, yeah because you're, you're watching all the little tiny TikTok influence, <laughs> yeah. which is it's not I'm, TikTok. I'm not slamming that social media line. It's just little what I'm saying by that is it's five seconds, five seconds, five seconds, five seconds. I mean, your brain has a little dopamine drop. And as soon as you don't have that dopamine drop, there's a problem. Yeah. Yep. Your body's like, where does it go? It's it's an addiction. It really is. As sad as it is. Pretty much is. And we need to get away from it. So, with all that, you know, I I my job is father number one, friend number two, but I will always err on the side of father every single time.
1: Of course.
0: You know, and so with that, I think there's some basic things that a son needs to learn from their father, and we got to cover a lot of that in uh, the Odyssey. So, for the listeners that don't know what that is, the Odyssey is a program that Man of War put on for teenage boys. So, ages 12 to 17, if you're in that range, you and your father can go to the Odyssey. It's a two-day retreat. Uh um, And basically learn a lot of life skills that have been lost in our society. Yeah. You know, what was the first lesson that they taught us?
1: Um,
0: How to tie a tie.
1: Yep.
0: How to tie a tie. That was the first one. And it was, they taught us the full Windsor. Yep.
1: And etiquette, uh, posture we have to... The projector voice. Mm-hmm. Um, Set up straight. Yes, it was straight.
2: Yep, No, it was on the table. No, it was on the table.
0: Which Andy then refuted right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so where did the no devils on the table
2: come from? It was like back then all the table, all the people would sit on one side of the table and the food was on the other side. Nice. And so as soon as you go to put your elbows t- f- on the table, it would flip the whole table and all the food would come spilling on you. But now yeah. yep. since we've invented nails. The tables don't do that anymore, so it's kind of like a, it's an etiquette faux pas that really has no meaning yeah. anymore. Yeah, it was yeah. kind
1: of like cutting the top of the ham off.
0: Yep, yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, the the old, you know, I tell that all the time when I do my training seminars. Is uh, here's a story from our family, and every time, my mom for Thanksgiving she cut the top of the ham off. And they would say, why would you do that? He goes, well, grandma always does it. So grandma, why would you cut the top of the ham off? And she goes, well, great grandma did it. Go to great grandma and go, why would you cut the top of the ham off? She goes, oh, because it doesn't fit in my oven. So I had to cut it off so it could fit inside my oven. And we, fa- and, and that happens all the time. If you don't know the the reason or the origin for the rule, you're going to follow it blindly for no reason. Yeah. So whenever I do my consulting seminars, my mentorships, I always tell people, why do you do it this way? And they go, what do you mean? I tell them that exact story. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of what happens with the elbows on the table. It's not needed anymore. You know, oh, table didn't fall over. You know, we're we're good yep. now. You know, but it's just kind of one of those etiquette things that goes through. Mm-hmm. I think the first lesson at the Odyssey was get up on time, get dressed correctly, and stand at X location for the bus to get picked up.
1: Even though we're often was late.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. And he was he was ten minutes late there, and he was trying to get put everything put together, but it was. It was must be on time at all costs, you know. When they say they picked up at six o'clock. We had to be on next line at five forty-five. Yep. Now they ended up showing around six fifteen, so we're all kind of scratching our heads, saying, "Hey!" But that was the first one. Yeah, was, a bit
1: yeah, time. it was the very first time. So, yep.
0: but showing up on time, yeah. you know, that's that's sadly lost in a lot of people's society. You know, I just flew to Florida for a, a consulting gig over the last two days, and we must be there at ten o'clock. The two people that we were meeting with. We're both there at nine fifty standing up front of the lobby. You know, that's one of those things right off the bat you gotta learn that that you have to be there on time. Yeah. Yeah. How many times do you say you're gonna meet your friends at ten, and they show up around 10.15, 10.20?
1: Quite a bit. Time? Like almost every time now.
0: Yeah, and it's sad. It is. And what you're what they're basically saying is is my time is more valuable than yours. I hate to say that, but it's the truth. Yeah. They're literally saying, My time is more valuable than yours, and I'll get there when I want to. Yeah. You know, I, 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 as much as I hate to say this, but it's true. I've actually gotten rid of friends because of this. I've literally said, if you don't value my time, I can't value you as a person. And so after the fifth or sixth time, I just kind of stopped calling them. You know, I don't say, you're not my friend. I walk away, yeah. but I just kind of, yeah, I stopped calling them. I stopped hanging out. I got better things to do if they're not going to value my time as well.
1: Yeah.
0: So, but then the Odyssey, uh, we stand up straight, ties, yeah. and then we have some good presentations at the Odyssey, right? uh
1: uh-huh. Yeah, that was funny.
0: It was
2: like a crash course on how to how to present. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, no, we had that. We had the presentation, and then um, good presentations on you know, uh, do more than what's necessary. Yeah. You know when you when you walk into a room, and you see something on the ground, what do you do? Pick it, up. Pick it up. Exactly, and put it in its place or throw it in the trash. Mm-hmm. When you go to throw a trash away and you pull it out and the bins are full.
1: Take out the trash.
0: Take out the trash. Replace the liner. You know, those are basic things that are going to aid and help you in life because you know what the next steps are.
1: Yeah, pretty much leave it better than how it was.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's the golden rule. Leave it better than what it was. And so that way people are going to, A, appreciate you being around. Mm-hmm. They're going to thank you for that. Because yeah. you're not going to take advantage of the situation. Of course. But you're also going to be there. And then on the Odyssey, and this is the part that I very much enjoyed with Odyssey, in the afternoon, what did we do?
1: On first day or second day? Uh, first day. Oh, we went out to the park. I went to the park. And we did some boxing and we
0: So walk us walk us through uh you the the first one was boxing. Yeah, it was boxing. Um now you guys did some training for this beforehand?
1: Yeah we did. Um me and gonna would yeah we would box each other at home like for like ten minutes almost every day. So it helped a lot. Then, I think it did help a lot,
2: yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you could definitely tell who boxed before and who did it. Mm-hmm. And you could definitely like see like Oh, that this is their first time doing that.
1: Yeah, like like some people would breathe, and some people would like hold their breath. Yeah, be like
2: be. and they'd be like toast after like ten seconds. Yeah,
0: yeah, you gotta breathe, and that's what everybody gets scared of, you know. And they they say, but that's kind of a moral of life, right? Mm-hmm. What if you stop and you pause in life, you, you can't breathe. Them... Yeah.
1: You, you...
0: So how did how did going into this, you guys had some fears and anxiety going into the Odyssey, right?
1: Yeah, I didn't. Kind of. That.
0: <laughs> you didn't. Not really. No.
1: He he was like he was like, "Oh, this is he he said that it was going to be really easy and he wasn't worried at all." Mm-hmm. I was like, "I mean, I wasn't like scared to death, but I wasn't like, "Oh, this is too easy." Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew it was going to be a little hard at least. So,
2: yeah. Walk me through the boxing. It was um it was definitely weird boxing someone else different than Titus. Mm-hmm. Because like I'm so used to what he does and his patterns and how he moves and then You guys have been lumping on each other for the last Better part of a decade, anyway. Well, yeah. yeah. You guys are used
0: to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> after a while, verbal turns into physical. You guys got lumping each other up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of normal. You guys get yeah, that. But it is. now you're boxing someone you've never seen before. Yeah. It was it's, so
2: much different. So different. I just like I just put my hands up and I kind of just like, just like took almost every punch he threw because mm-hmm. I didn't I don't know what he, what to do what he was gonna do. Yeah. I didn't know if he's gonna throw one multiple. I didn't know.
1: Yeah.
2: How he was gonna move. So I kind of just took them all, and then when there was an opening, I just threw whatever. But it was so, I felt so awkward rather than what I'm doing with him. I feel flowy and I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do What he does, like counter that.
1: Yeah. At first I was like, wait, I don't know this guy. Guys move at all. And after a second I learned them. So then I started to do like counter moves for him and then it helped out quite a bit.
2: No, I didn't. I kind of just balled up and I just took everything. <laughs> he wasn't punching that hard though. So,
0: But still though, no, it's, it's. You you went from something that you thought in your mind was one way yeah. and it not be a completely different way. Yeah. And you guys had to adapt. Yeah. You know, that's kind of a, one of the things that we talk about all the time is adapting, you know, even at the mm-hmm. house. You know, look at the environment. You know, one of the things that I'm always talking to you about, Titus, is spatial recognition.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, when you walk in, what's off? What's different?
1: Well, maybe there's a package on the, on the wall. Mm-hmm. Something.
0: Grab yeah. it, bring it in. Yeah. We have our staging area because apparently we are... uh uh, just serial Amazon people because yeah. every frickin' day there's another box at our house. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> it's like
0: at least like two every day.
1: Yeah. And then also... Uh, our
0: own cardboard recycling center, our own house. Yeah, I do.
1: <laughs> and, and Thor, our dog, we, have, mm. we need to uh, pick up his dog, his his poop um, mm, every other day.
2: We yep. do it. Yeah. We also need to make sure like when people come over that we're watching the dog, watching what he does yeah. and that we're not just letting the dog run loose when people come over.
1: Because if people get scared, then they could go wrong. Yep. They can.
0: Yeah. No, Thor's still an animal. He's still going to feed off that five and change on that.
1: He's a big boy, too.
0: Mm, Yeah. (laughs) He's pushing 70 pounds now, and he's only nine months old. No, He's going to be a big one. But on the Odyssey, we had, going back to the Odyssey, We on day two, we had the physical training, and they pushed us for about four hours. Yeah. So after the boxing, what did we do? Um, We we did the army crawl next, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bear crawl. Bear crawl. How far was that bear called?
1: Like 400 yards.
0: Yeah. That was long. They made us walk around the whole outside of that park.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. And then we did fireman carries, which was like another 300, 200 yards.
2: Mm-hmm. Carrying someone else on your back, which wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Like when they demonstrated it, like showed you how to pick up someone, I was like, ooh, this is going to suck. It did suck, but like it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Because it's like you can carry a lot of weight when you fireman carry someone like that. You can't. It's actually surprising how easy it is.
0: Yeah. You know, the first time I remember the first time I did it, I was in my mid 20s, but fire cameraman carry someone was like, oh, never mind. I was like, you're not that heavy. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that one. But the bear crawls, I will admit, halfway through, I was like, uh-oh, I should have trained for this a little harder. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't take it that seriously because I thought they were going to push you guys. I was going to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And that was a bad call on my part because they made me sit there side by side with you guys the whole entire time. And I was like, uh-oh. So about 200 yards in the the, the bear crawls, like, oh, man, this is going to suck. I you know what I always teach you guys is bleed and train or bleed more. Yeah. Pick one. I had to bleed more a little bit on that one.
1: And the canteens did not help at all.
0: No. They're in your face. They're on your arms. Mine came undone. So I had no water when we were done. Mm. And, uh, uh, you know, Coach Jason was there. He just goes, hey, the canteen suck. There's no doubt about it. But it's a metaphor for life. It's not always going to be roses. No. Nope. You goes, deal with
1: it. You're going to, like in life, you're going to have to carry something along with you.
0: Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's not emotional baggage.
1: <laughs> either it's another another family member like if they're not doing so well you mm-hmm. can bring them with you yeah um, yeah
0: so the physical training was fun i i enjoyed it because we got to do um some some bonding you the mm-hmm. three of us did yeah yeah you know way past that you know yes we do our chores we have our outside chores and we're picking weeds together and all that but yeah. this was different because when you pick weeds you just stop yeah if you want to take a break go get water one yeah. off with this one there was a coach screaming
2: at you. You you didn't get the luxury of stopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was also different because like when you're picking weeds, it was like, okay, I do this section, you do that section, and you're kind of just like almost secluded. Like you're together, but you're not really like like together together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like yeah. during the odyssey, it was like, okay, you do this together, you do this as a, as a unit, and you guys have to work together. Yeah, you don't have a choice.
1: And you also didn't know what was coming either, so you were kind of walking to the blind together. So that's I also helped bonding with that too.
2: Yeah.
0: and they had us run uh, try to run, what was it, three quarters of a mile instead of four minutes?
1: Yeah. Almost whole, a mile
0: and four quarters. It was so, five
1: laps in four minutes. Yeah. That's not even a minute and a lap.
0: Yeah. That was that was a rough one. I don't we didn't finish on that one. We were I don't think anyone. Yeah. We, you you had like a half lap to go. Yeah, I was almost there. Yeah. I
1: mean you were a full lap off.
0: We were a full lap off, yeah. yeah. But that was a that was a tough one. Uh and then uh, we had the relay races. Yeah. It's fun.
1: And you had a five man carry us and squat and run.
0: Oh, yeah, we had the air squats. Yeah. Do the air squats with you guys and run in the yep. burpees. Oh, yeah. Then we had the burpee frog jumps.
1: Yeah. yeah. There's a lot more into it. And then you, uh, as you get, as you come home, you mm-hmm. kind of forget of what you did. And then you get into it and then you get remind. Yeah. Or, 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 you get reminded of what you did.
0: I was very proud of you guys on the, on the burpee frogman jumps because those aren't the easiest thing. And we did those perfectly in unison. Yeah. So I was, I was proud of that. We did, we excelled very well in that considering. Because mm-hmm. that was, that was a difficult one. Yeah. I had a lot of fun on the Odyssey because of the team building with you guys, but it was outside of our element as well. Mm-hmm. So we flew to Florida for
2: this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Even
1: weather at seven or six a.m. It was like seventy degrees, humid.
2: Mm-hmm. It was like eighty, 80 degrees. What? You're just like you're. As soon as you walk out, you're just sweating.
0: And you're just like, oh, yeah. No, we're from San Diego. We're used to that dry climate, and that was the exact opposite. Yes,
1: yeah, so, so from the, in the hotel, there's like two doors. So when you walk into it, you get this heat wave, and you're like,
2: it's what like a, it's like that? an airlock. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you walk through the first door and then it's, it's like, okay. And then you walk through the second door and it's just either, if you're going in, it's cold, if you're coming out, it's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was, it was definitely climate change. And then, but we, we, we stayed in the same
0: hotel. We, you know, flew together. We had dinner, breakfast, everything together. And we were outside of our element. There was no mom. There was my two other kids weren't there. It was just the three of us. Uh-huh. You know, so that was a bonding kind of in itself just because mm-hmm. we had to be in close quarters combat for the foot three days in a row. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and at home, like our rooms are like on the other side of the house.
0: Yeah, so yours- you guys have your own restroom. Yeah, where this one was, all three of us fighting for the one restroom, the one shower. You know, it was a little different. We had to we had to take care of each other on that one. Mm-hmm. But I, I was a good bonding for that. I really liked all of that. And then day two came.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now day two came. What time do we have to be on next location? Six o'clock.
1: Six o- six a. Oh, six hundred.
0: Yep. And then where do we go? We went to the beach. We went to the beach. Yeah. What were your guys' thought process sitting in the van going to where we were gonna go?
1: I was like, I, I, either it was gonna be fun or it's gonna suck miserably.
2: Yep, I thought it was gonna be a lot of fun because, like, we drove by it before and you could like see like a little bit of the water, mm-hmm. and there weren't that many waves. So I was like, oh, there's not that many waves. The the waves, like,
1: the, I wasn't worried about the water. It, it, the water was warmer than it was here in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Here it's really cold. Yeah. Um.
2: Yeah. It was warm, yeah, but it was like we drove by it, and then it wasn't like I was like, oh, that looks it looks like a beach. I was like, this I'm... I'll be used to this. Like, I go to the beach all the time. And then when we pulled up, and we put our rucksacks on, and they made us do a bunch of that stuff. I was like, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. I
1: made a wrestle two grown man, too.
0: No, oh, yeah. No. That was a, it was a rite of passage there. And that rite of passage was you had to wrestle two of the coaches. Yeah. And neither one of the coaches, what I consider, small.
1: No, oh, blank like, was, it, like it,
0: it wasn't wrestling. It was more of a, I'm going to pin you down, and you better get out.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a wrestle. But okay. Yeah,
0: no, you guys were face down in the sand. I think mean, Coach Jason made sure you were very face down in the sand. He just put his elbow right onto your back of your head and shoved it down, yeah. and then grabbed up your arms and legs and said, "All right, get up."
1: It was the two biggest boys, yep. the coaches there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I could see the nervousness in your guys' faces when yeah. that went down. Uh-huh. walk me through that.
1: So first, when when so there was a triangle, and then we would go by our numbers. numbers. Yeah. And everyone would sit around, and they'd call your number, and then, if it's your number, you have to go down, get on your stomach, and put your hands behind your back. And the two co- the, the coaches could get, and they 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 would pin you down, um head, foot, and like your back area, mm-hmm. and you had to try and get up.
2: Uh, How'd you feel when you were doing that? When you just like, your face is in the sand, and you're like, like you're just like...
1: It was a lot harder than i thought it was gonna be because like at home we would do this the the uh the training stuff uh-huh. like like we would know how to, to flip people over and we would know how to get out of, out of s- spots but when there's two people it was a lot harder
2: especially when they're double your weight yeah <laughs> yeah no definitely
1: yeah it was a lot harder um it wasn't as easy to get up as i thought it was gonna be you
2: yeah, know definitely like watching like the other like um kids do it you were like okay i i could do this like this is this isn't going to be that bad. And then you're doing it and you're like squirming and you're trying to get your hands free underneath you and like it was hard. And you're just like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, not and you just had to you just had to push through it. You had to get past that mental wall mm-hmm. and break through.
0: Yeah. No, you guys did really well on that one. That was tough. And you could, and you could tell that's a couple of the coaches laid into you guys a little bit harder yeah. than those. But you guys were some of the bigger boys there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they laid into you guys a little bit more. And I was watching, I was like, ooh. Yeah, um, you guys are gonna have to, you're going to have to fight a little harder on this one.
1: Yeah, Ben and Brooks.
0: Mm-hmm. They we got
1: can. they got the hardest ones with yeah. our it was the, with the, the biggest boys, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, they they ramped it up based on your size. Mm-hmm. Well, they made it pretty fair. And then after that, we did some. Uh, I, I don't even know what they're called. I call them uh, Navy Seal sit ups because you got to put your head back in the air oh, yeah. every time as a waves come up Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and we had a, we an Indian run there too. You
0: mean we, we Indian
1: run? We did like
0: there. There. yeah. We did a ruck for about a, we had um, rucks on about twenty five pounds on our rucks. We had about a mile and a half, two miles. And then uh, we'd had some Navy SEAL sit-ups. Mm. And then uh, we had a confidence challenge after that.
1: Yeah. We had a... Hold your breath. Hold your breath for 20 seconds. Yep. But the thing sucked about that is that you guys couldn't do it together. Um,
0: well, yeah. We had a... Yeah. Since I had both sons there, and there was another gentleman from the from the man of war that didn't have a kid. He got he partnered with Connor quite a bit. Yeah. And so there were some times where the three of us could work another time, so we got split up in pairs too. Mm. So now for the water challenge, you... Gunner, was it the first time or second time?
2: It was the first time. Okay, so you punched right through it. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was right. pretty. I was, yeah. So so you told us to counter 20 and like. Mm-hmm.
1: One must be, two must be in your head.
2: And then wow. I got to like 15 and they pulled us out of the water. I was like, oh, okay. Yep. So I, I didn't, it wasn't that bad for me. Good. So how'd we do?
1: Um, the very first time I just screwed up. Like it was just a sucky round of the first time. And the second time we were at like 17 in my head. And then you accidentally tapped on my head. I, think, I was like, oh, we can get up. And I went up. And I was like, wait, he's not up yet. I was like, no.
0: So that was my fault. I, I will take the you know, 100% blame on that one. I was patting on the shoulder as a, a congratulations, like, boy, keep it going. We got this. Da-da-da. I tapped you on the start. Not thinking for a millisecond, you could take that as a, yeah, we're done. <laughs> so as soon as I tapped, you went up. In my head, I was like, oh, that's not good. No, I, I did that one wrong. So yeah. that, was, that was my fault. But then the third one, we got her head screwed on straight and dialed it in and was mm-hmm. there. And then some. What happened the first time? You just like... You went under-, under.
1: I didn't really hold my breath. I was like,
0: "Oh, you just went under." Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But it was I. I loved it because you know there was some, a couple of times where you wanted to stop. You wanted to quit. Yeah. Definitely yeah. was sometimes. Yeah,
2: and we pushed the bear crawls. Course. Yep, the bear cross for sure during, during the rain and stuff and the shrimping on your back.
1: I don't know. Know that. I really
2: wanted to stop doing that. I'm I not- could, my like I would like honestly I would just stop like my muscles wouldn't work mm-hmm. and I'm just like you gotta go and then I would just do it again and then like 10 more feet I would just stop again like not willingly I would just stop and then you had to go again and then you'd stop and then you just had to keep going
1: and the monsoons helped a lot like and the monsoon like,
2: was pretty awesome I'm not
1: seconds, know. like 10 minutes in a, a crazy thunderstorm rolls in it's all pouring rain th-
2: rain was, like, sideways. Yeah,
1: the, the, it was sideways, and the drops were, like, really big, too. Like, it wasn't little tiny sprinkles.
2: Like, it was, like, the size of quarters. Like, yeah. the rain drops were huge.
1: And then we, we had, like, this much water within 15 minutes, and then it, and then it was gone. It yeah, came in and rolled out.
0: Yeah, well, it, the monsoon was about an hour, hour and a half, and it was gone. Mm-hmm. But we were soaked. Oh, yeah, we were soaked. soaked. yeah, we might as well <laughs> jump in a pool at made here. Now <laughs> we were it's, ready for that, but it did kind of added to it. Because everybody's running for cover and we're out there doing, you yeah. know, PT by ourselves. So that's fun. Yeah. After so, first off, did you like the Odyssey?
1: Yes. Well, oh yeah. It helps so much. She like I look at everything so differently now. That's mm-hmm. not all. Oh, uh, it's just I'm, I'm gonna be lazy today. I just don't feel like doing anything. No, you have to have the self discipline, and able to to progress. Like you can't just sit there and do nothing, and expect the better. Mm-hmm. You have to do it. You put in the effort for the work that you want. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now I would say it is it, you know, Garner, you had a beautiful compliment the next morning. Yeah. You know, you you came in, you sat down at breakfast. Like I see you were just kind of a little bit, I wouldn't say out of it, but you could see your brain was somewhere else. And you looked right at me and you said, is this how you felt when you came out of the man at war? And I knew exactly what you were meaning. I knew exactly what you're going to say, but help, help us help
2: the listeners out. What, what were you trying to convey in that statement? Well, it was like you sit down and, Normally, before the Odyssey, I would sit down and have breakfast. There's not a thought in my mind. I'm just eating breakfast with my family, looking outside, looking at our beautiful house, and I'm just doing whatever off in la-la land. And then after the Odyssey, I sit down and I'm like, like what, what do I have to do today? Like My brain's just going through the day. What do I have to do? What do I have to get done? How am I going to get it done?
1: But it's like Definitely it, a lot different. It was like work mode instead of yeah. sit-there mode.
2: Yeah. So I was like, you're sitting still and you're trying to eat my brain i wanted to work like i just it was so weird i felt like i had to work like i didn't have choice it's you it's a beautiful thing it really is
0: because you're preparing for your day which ironically sounds harder but it's not but you preparing for your day it kind of frees you makes it easier you just know i got steps one two three and four Okay, i need a pack for steps one two three and four the easy way to execute them is to bring this with me for steps one, two, three, four. So when you actually get there, you're like oh, my bag, got my book, we're good. Let's move on. Yeah. You know, it's not like you get there and go, oh, I wish I had X, Y, or Z. You know, and that being, you know, as we call it, battle ready. You know, then you're you're it's going to be an easier day. But yeah, you change your shift, you change your mindset mm. and your focus on that. Yeah. And that was the funny thing is, is that was the whole goal of you So you guys hit the nail on the head. And that's what I'm so proud of you guys for is you hit the nail on the head of exactly what it wanted to teach you was you have to prepare for what's going to be coming at you. Mm-hmm. Now you guys, you guys trained and then you worked out before the odyssey mm-hmm. preparing. And then you guys knew what was expected of you, which is stand up, stall, stand up straight and mm-hmm. listen to the coaches. But afterwards it was, it was kind of reprogrammed into your DNA a little bit of how to think.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You definitely like felt yourself like you'd be on the couch and you're like slumped on the couch. And then you're like, Oh I got to step straight and mm-hmm. you adjust yourself and it was just, it's way
1: different. Some of the guys there, like we had to go through everybody and everyone was saying what time they woke up. A the guy there was waking up at 3.30 in the morning.
0: Every morning he does.
1: I could barely wake up at 5.
0: Yeah. But the fact you wake up at 5 is still huge. Yeah. You know, yeah. most kids are at 7, 8 o'clock, sometimes 9 o'clock on yeah. the weekends.
1: And he has a routine too. Like 3.30, he wakes up. And he gets, he gets. I think he takes a shower and then he meditates for a little bit. And then he progresses through his day. And it's just cool to, to know that people actually do that still and like it's not only us
2: i forgot about the meditation at the odyssey how'd you guys do sitting still i didn't do that well i kind of was i was like well i was all antsy and i wanted to move and i was definitely thinking about like what are they gonna do next if we're sitting still now how bad is it gonna be after mm-hmm.
1: i just sit there and i just i just went i zoned out and i just sat there
2: so you actually meditate. yeah i just good, good for you I just, so that's a skill set
0: believe it or not sitting still is a skill set most people can't sit still
1: I know a year ago I could not sit still for anything. Mm. Like for my life, I could not sit still. But then as soon as we got there, I was like, okay, and I just passed out.
0: You know, it's so funny. The Odyssey. They said, oh, we're gonna we're gonna break the men, and we all think, oh, they're gonna make us run five miles. No, they're gonna make us sit still. <laughs> That's how you get broke. It's <laughs> in this day and age. Sit, sit still. Yeah. Right, we can't. Can't do it.
1: At the end of day one, he he tricked us by saying there's a 8.4 mile obstacle course so you have to guys go run oh yeah yeah we were like what
2: <laughs> yeah, at the end of day one we were like we were all about to go back to the hotel and he said tomorrow morning we're gonna wake up there's an 8.4 mile obstacle run and you gotta do three laps and we're just like uh but in my mind i was i was almost preparing for it yeah, i was uh, like okay I
1: and mean, we were ready but then we were also surprised that it was 8.4 miles
0: so the sadistic side of me wanted it mm-hmm. I mean, he said that i was like bring it on this is gonna be awesome yeah i was like okay we, we can do this because i pictured a tough mutter. So I was like, okay, there's a ten foot wall. We got to work as a team. We get over the yep. wall. This is yeah. gonna be great. And then he said,
2: nah, just joking." I was like,
0: "No." <laughs> I, yeah, I was, wanted
2: that. Like, I was kind of happy, but I was almost. I was kind of disappointed at the same time. Yeah, like I was like, I kind of wanted to do that, but I was like, we don't get to do that. Let's go. Mm. It was like when we were doing the yeah. the rite of passage, and then everyone's done, and then they tell one of the dads, "Okay, now it's your turn." And he took off his watch and he was ready to do it, and then he was like, "No, I'm just joking." Yep. No. Yeah there's
0: definitely some psychological games that go along with it, but that's all part of it because that's life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's usually what happens in life for, I want to, I want to go back to the dynamic of us, you know, because the odyssey after the odyssey, I had a greater respect for you too. And I actually could understand life better through your guys's eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, because for me as a father, I need to teach you guys life. I need to teach you the steps you need. And I need to teach you a lot of the things of what, um, how to prepare, you know? Yeah. And with that with, uh, i say I kinda I got a real good sense of where your tenacity is, mm-hmm. where your um, you know, your kind of your limits are. You know, and I can kind of say, okay, and these are inside your wheelhouse limits, it's easier for you guys to say. And there's a couple of things I will honestly admit that I thought your limits were further than where they were.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because again, you were the men in the house for a long time. And so when you came in, I saw you guys as just young adults and I was like, okay, here's your parameters, curfews, nine, ten, whatever, you know, move on. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's still such a teaching thing. And I think that's where a lot of men today, when they say be a better father, they really don't know where to go. And my answer to them is, is be present in the moment and see where they're struggling and ask questions. And that's what I'm, that's what I've been trying to do ever since the Odyssey a little bit more is ask you guys questions versus being assumptions. Yeah. Dog hasn't been fed. Why? You guys go, we fed the dog an hour ago. Well, the dog ate the food. That's why the bowl's empty. You know, but we make an assumption You yeah. make an assumption versus saying, hey, is the dog fed? And then have you guys answer. And I also think with the questions, it's been easier for us to have a conversation back and forth because I can see where you guys are coming from.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you feed the dog yet? And you go, no, I've been playing video games. Okay, well, maybe we should limit our video game play. Yeah, you're right. Okay, let's do this. So, you know, we can come to that conclusion mm-hmm. together. You can see the thought process behind why we're doing it. Yeah. You know, the because video games, for the most part, those are treats.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Those
0: are trophies. Yeah, they're yeah. privileges. They're, they're accomplishments. That's that's our reward for doing the work on the flip yeah. side.
1: Now, before we moved in, um, me and Gunnar would just like, we would play. And as soon as the other person wanted to get on, we would switch. But now we have like, we have timed like time turned. Mm-hmm. Instead of like an hour and a half, it's like 30, 45 minutes now.
0: Yeah. And so you guys are learning to share in that aspect, but it's a place where you actually can have a goal set there versus just flopping back and forth. Now, one of the funny things is is, and you guys have heard this. This is no, this is no uh, secret that you guys are very well behaved. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear that all the time from all the parents. They come yeah. over like, God, "Your your kids are so well behaved," mm-hmm. and your mom and I always joke and we say, "Well, yeah, we beat them." Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's how this is how this works: corporal punishment on the on the nth degree. Yeah. But in all honesty, we don't beat you;
1: mm-hmm.
0: we just don't let you get away with it.
1: Yeah,
0: anything. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like case right now, he's in that he's in that little that little section of life. He was like. No, I don't want to do this.
0: Yeah, or, it's, no, it's terrible it. twos, but it's not psycho threes. You know, that's that's what that is. Yeah, yeah cases in the psycho threes right now, and yeah. he's testing all of his limits.
1: He'll grab a hammer and try to hit the dog.
0: Yes. No, he, he's Like I said, psycho. So he's psycho threes right now, and his his little box of what he's allowed to do has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah, and now he's like, "What is going on? Yeah, why he has, is this happening? He has no freedoms.
1: Yeah, but the bad thing about that, or and this is not not about that, but." He has a second home with Jackie, right? Mm -hmm. So, but my ex wife, yeah. Yeah, but she has different, different rules than we do at our house. Yes. So it's like he's like trying to get to that one and then he has to come here and get to this one Mm -hmm. and he has to keep doing it. So it's like he's so, he's probably really confused. He's like, but I have this over here.
0: He has, he has less rules over at the other house. So he comes over here and he thinks it's still a free for all and it's not. You know, I'm, I'm teaching him how to be a man. I'm not teaching him how to be a kid. Yeah. You know, you're in age three, you start there. I'm not saying we make him wash the dishes, but there's still rules. There's still yeah. parameters that he has to have. Yeah. Um, but you guys are well-mannered, and why is that?
1: Because um, our mom, she at first she was like, not at first, but she is like, she's not strict, but she'll like.
2: She doesn't give us an inch. Yeah, she doesn't give us it's an inch. There's I'm always shyness. been boundaries ever since like, ever since like, I got remember. There's always been boundaries. You can't do this. If you, as long as you stay in these lanes you'll be fine. Mhm. If you go outside those lanes, well you'll die.
1: Like if, if like if, <laughs> pretty if, much. If we were to fight, um, she would ask us what was the point? Like it didn't help you guys in any way. So what's the point of doing it? So uh, I I that got to me a little bit. I was like if there's no point of doing it then why would I do it?
0: I love your mom for a thousand different reasons. One of them is she guys she raised you guys. Yeah. And on point and dialed in and her and I saying have the same parenting Mm. Styles.
1: Yeah, you guys yeah. think a lot yeah. of the same thing. It's
0: almost like, like you guys have been doing it forever. Like yeah. you guys just we we molded together very well. Yeah. There's not much change on yeah. either parts. But like, all, all the whole the line.
1: Like it's it's not it's not two separate parents. It's like pretty much one one yeah. big parents.
0: And I think I you know that's a testament to us. But I think it's something that most families need to strive for,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: to strive for the, the parents have to have a united front at all times.
1: Yeah, like like from the start of what you said this um before at the start. You said that everyone is like starting to split, mm-hmm. but we need the opposite. We need to like get closer.
0: Yeah, no, it is. It's 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 a tough thing. I I don't wish to force on anybody. Uh, I don't wish a separation of family. It's I think it's one of the worst things that ever could happen. Yeah. But if you do end up going down that path, you need to a learn, but b don't get caught up in your own hell. But strive for to still be the best thing possible. Yeah, you know, I I, I enjoy. Wrenching on the motorcycle together with you guys. Yeah, I enjoy. I mean, Titus, to be honest with you, you took that engine apart almost by yourself. Yeah. I mean, I was there, kind of overlooking, barely. I, you I was, did all that on your own. I was
1: surprised. I was like, wait, I actually did
0: that. You did. That's sick. You, did. you <laughs> did a whole top end on your own.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, and and Gunner, the mechanical engineer that you're going to be. I mean, dude. So I have some stories on this one, and we kind of got talking about fatherhood so much, but I got to share with some of these stories. So was it two years ago or a year ago? We bought you a 3D printer for your birthday. I think it was a year and a half ago. Or yeah, coming up on two. Yeah, yeah, but your birthday's in August, so coming up on two years. And you dove into my irrigation, all my PVC, mm-hmm. and you built yourself what I'm going to call a potato gun, almost with isopropyl alcohol. Uh,
1: yeah, it was a safe marshmallow gun.
2: Yeah, safe marshmallow guns. Yeah, it shot marshmallows like 78 yeah. yards. It was it was a potato cannon. It was just you have a sponge and you. It releases like isopropyl alcohol, the like pre-soak, mm-hmm. and it releases in like a little chamber, and then you have your little barbecue igniter, and you light it on fire, and it creates an explosion. Shoot something up there, and you were safe. You and I have no problems with this. Yeah. And if you're doing stuff dangerously, but it's you're doing it
0: safely, I'm good. Yeah, so every time it, you I'm fired it off. You, 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 built your potato gun. You made sure all the kids were behind the potato gun before you pulled the trigger. Yeah. Just like it was a real gun. Yeah. Which is great. I had no problem with that. So when I watched it, I was like, bring it on. Have fun, man. Enjoy. Yeah. And you got a thing launching down the street. And then so.
2: Yeah. I, I guess you little, like, just normal marshmallow, like. What, how long? And did then, and then boredom happened. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, I got thinking like and I was month,
1: like. A month to two months and then goes by and then he builds his own little missile.
2: Well, no, because first I, well, I was just looking and I was like, we would shoot the marshmallow and it would, it would come out the barrel and kind of just like tumble in the air and it would flatten out like a Frisbee. And then it would just like spin one way or spin the other way. And I wanted it to go straight and I wanted it so I could actually like almost aim it. So I wouldn't be like, it's going to hit this, this, anything in front of it as a target. I yeah. want to be able to yeah. like confine it. So I, I made a little mortar, like a missile. Yeah. Mortar is a good word for it. Yeah. And I had fins on it but the fins were straight and it would do the same thing. I would launch it and it would just tumble and it wouldn't really go where I wanted it to. So I curved the fins to make it spin because it, it was just PVC pipe. It didn't have like rifling in it. Mm-hmm. So it would come out and it wouldn't spin. It would just just be like, like a knuckleball. So I put fins on it and then I curved the fins so it would catch the air and spin and I didn't know that it was going to go a lot farther. And then when we shot it in the backyard and it hit the pillow so he shoots it 90 yards
0: on one side of the house over the pool over the palm trees over all the lawn and we had parked a couch with a couple of pillows right next to the trampoline perfect yeah and it went through the pillow it obliterated them. <laughs> right through the pillow and stuck into the wicker into the furniture yeah. and then I had to not be your friend even though it was awesome and I had to be your father and say no more mortar shells in the house go back to marshmallows <laughs> because I was afraid we were literally going to kill a kid yeah but so is it a dull moment in the clement your household? No, no, not at all. Not with that 3D printer. You know, we got all kinds of stuff going on. But that's what's fun, you know, and that's makes it fun on that one. And that mm-hmm. goes back to the the father thing of, is as long as you're doing it safely, you're within the parameter, the confines of what you guys do, I'm happy, man. Have at it. You know, and I, I had a lot of respect for you guys because you guys always, you know, made sure the other younger kids were behind the, yeah. the line of fire, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, and dial that in. I will say that, Never in a million years that I think that I was going to adopt two boys. I didn't ever thought that was my solution set. I have never had so much fun being in your guys' life Mm -hmm. and learning from you guys and, and, and learning, you know, how you guys view life is different. How I viewed life due to technology, society, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's fun. And I will see you keep me on my toes more than I thought. And I enjoy it very much. Yeah. Um, You know, Last time you guys got into a little argument, kind of you decided to take a chainsaw to Titus. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. <laughs> okay, we were cutting we were cutting firewood, and we, one hand got too close to the other one. Titus, can you still count to 10?
1: Yes. Okay, good. One, two.
0: Yeah, that was a scary day. We thought for sure he lost fingers. You know, but it's with that fun comes, you know, danger, but we're all yeah. going to get through it together.
1: Like riding dirt bikes.
0: Like, riding dirt bikes.
1: Like, we went to the track. We're having fun. And then I hit a hill. Yep. I hit the floor and tumbling, and I'm like, "Huh." Ah.
0: Yep. Yeah, you 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 came home that day. That was a little rough.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the last time you guys went, Gunner, you have your driver's license now, so I decided to let you go go by yourself.
1: Oh man.
2: Did we were just like, we wanted to go because we were we were super bored. We were it was like uh, it was spring break. We were it was we were on our phones, and that we were in that mindset of like, I'm just here by myself. I'm confined. And then you were like, something needs to happen. So I was like, why don't we go to the track? I can drive now. It's not that far away. We have a free weekend. So I was like, we'll get out of the house. We'll do something. We'll get back in our normal mindset. So we go, and it was just going to be like a normal track day. We're not going to try any new jumps or anything. And it went. It didn't go
0: well. Well, you crashed. and Unfortunately, since you were a minor, they had the, the ambulance had to take you to the hospital.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that why they took me? Yeah. yeah and I had an to Because if I was an adult, I could have denied it. But you as a minor, you can't deny it. And, and we were kind of breaking the rules. We was telling you you weren't supposed to be there without an adult if you're under 18. Oh, really? Yeah. And we, we were breaking the rules a little bit, but, you know, they didn't care either. Everybody kind of looked the other direction, not thinking worst case scenario.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that was an $8,500 event. Oh, mean To the paramedics and the ambulance costs and all that. So
1: It was like a 30-minute ride to the hospital. And,
0: I, and he was only there for three hours. But, you know, in the, the medical industry sales uh band-aids for four hundred dollars a piece and each mri is ten thousand dollars they add up fast you know but that's what usually happened but throughout all of that it's still fun and it's yeah. still awesome yes you know and you guys are growing and learning all that stuff i feel bad for the kids that don't have fathers because they're going to end up stuck on those video games all the time yeah they're not going to learn how to build a motorcycle
1: like how it was before
0: yep you're you know luckily for you guys you guys were well-rounded because you raised around your bicycles building dirt jumps and being outside
1: like our mom was pretty much a dad and a mom into one. Oh yeah she is because the way that that she taught it says
0: me. more about me than her at that point kind of <laughs> scares me a little bit but that's okay
1: um, it was it, it, we wouldn't call her a woman we would call her a, a woman woman yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> she held the the man's point of view on a lot of the things when it came to
1: mm-hmm.
0: the the butt weapons when you guys got out of line
1: that's because she understood like how to teach your kid properly mm. and it's not like oh by myself i can't really do much no she took she took um, responsibility, and she did it right.
0: Mm, I agree. She taught us well. It was funny. Uh, uh, when I was at the Odyssey, I kept texting texting your mom and saying how awesome it was, and the boys are doing good, and you should be so proud of her, da da, da. And She kept saying, well, we did it. We did it. And I'm like, I've been around for like the last two, three years, and seriously, <laughs> you've been for the first 13. No, I'm not taking credit for this. <laughs> But it was cool. All the coaches came back after and said, hey, your, your boys, you did very, very well. You know, all the friends that come over to the house, they go, wow, their manners are well-rounded. And it's just those those boundaries and responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And I do think both of you guys are going to go very, very far in life because of that. You guys are learning at a young age. Yeah. You know, the free-for-all that the parents see these days, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. I mean, you guys are a good testament that of you had your boundaries, you knew what you needed to do, mm-hmm. and you guys still have boundaries. Yeah. And I still get on your butts when something's wrong. Yeah. You know, I don't give you guys an inch, But it's not like the boundaries
2: are confining. We're still we're still able to thrive inside those
1: yeah, boundaries. Yeah, like we can still have fun. It's not like we're being punished every single day and we're like, okay, we got to walk in a straight line.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we can explore. We can do whatever we want. We can go build dirt jumps and mm-hmm. work on our bikes if we want to. We can go outside. Can, it's not like a, yeah. you can't leave the street.
0: Well, I will tell you guys that this has been a fun, uh, this is going to be another fun Father's Day. This is the third... Third Father's Day together since you guys have moved in. It's been awesome. It's been amazing. I look forward to all the adventures we're going to have for the rest of our lives. And I want to appreciate you guys being open and honest and coming on to the podcast and and talking about our relationship. Because I know it's different, different dynamic. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't hear the kid's point of view. They hear the parent's point of view. I appreciate you guys being honest and sharing. I appreciate you having us. Yeah, you guys are welcome. It's fun having a podcast, huh? Um, Different? Yeah, it's fun.
1: (laughs) Right on. Thank you, guys. Thank you.